Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Ecclesiastes chapter 8. Who is like the wise, who knows the explanation of things? A person's wisdom brightens their face and changes its hard appearance. Obey the king's command, I say, because you took an oath before God. Do not be in a hurry to leave the king's presence. Do not stand up for a bad cause, for he will do whatever he pleases. Since a king's word is supreme, who can say to him, What are you doing? Whoever obeys his command will come to no harm, and the wise heart will know the proper time and procedure. For there is a proper time and procedure for every matter, though a person may be weighed down by misery. Since no one knows the future, who could tell someone else what is to come? As no one has power over the wind to contain it, so no one has the power over the time of their death. As no one is discharged in time of war, so wickedness will not release those who practice it. All this I saw as I applied my mind to everything done under the sun. There's a time when a man lords it over others to his own hurt. Then, too, I saw the wicked buried, those who used to come and go from the holy place and receive praise in the city where they did this. This, too, is meaningless. When the sentence for a crime is not quickly carried out, People's hearts are filled with schemes to do wrong. Although a wicked person who commits a hundred crimes may live a long time, I know that it will go better with those who fear the Lord, who are reverent before Him. Yet, because the wicked do not fear God, it will not go well with them, and their days will not lengthen like a shadow." There is something else meaningless that occurs on earth. The righteous who get what the wicked deserve, and the wicked who get what the righteous deserve. This too, I say, is meaningless. So I commend the enjoyment of life, because there's nothing better for a person under the sun than to eat and drink and be glad. Then joy will accompany them in their toil all the days of the life God has given them under the sun. When I applied my mind to know wisdom and to observe the labor that is done on earth, people getting no sleep day or night, then I saw all that God has done. No one can comprehend what goes on under the sun. Despite all of their efforts to search it out, no one can discover its meaning. Even if the wise claim they know, they cannot really comprehend it. So this kind of ends on a observation that without um, divine revelation, man cannot go beyond his humanity and evaluate the ways of God and those things that are beyond our paradigm of understanding. This chapter, once again, has a, a number of parables or wisdom verses interspersed with Solomon's cynical observations about his own life. 
And so um, uh, verse one, he asked the question, who is like the wise? Who knows the explanation of things? A person's wisdom brightens their face and changes its hard appearance. And so that's kind of a parable. Solomon is a strong proponent of wisdom, although he comes back to the conclusion over and over again that without God, wisdom is meaningless. Here he mentions that um, a wise person's face is uh, softened uh, by the fact that there's internal wisdom, there's an external result on our, our countenance. Uh, he has some instructions on the protocol of dealing with kings. He says, obey the king's command because you took an oath before God. Do not be in a hurry to leave the king's presence. Do not stand up for a bad cause, for he will do whatever he pleases. Since a king's word is supreme, who can say to him, what are you doing? Whoever obeys his command will come to no harm, and the wise heart will know the proper time and procedure. For there is a proper time and procedure in every matter. And so the the kings of the earth, uh, the politicians, the people, the government officials of various nations and and uh, regions and cities and so forth, there are protocols in dealing with these government officials. You know, Solomon, of course, himself was a king. But friends, there are also protocols of heaven dealing with the, the high king of heaven. The Lord has made it simple, but the protocols of heaven are contained in his word. That's one reason that we're um, doing these programs day after day is to explain the protocols of the king of heaven and the kingdom of heaven. Solomon makes the observation that um, only God knows the future. Nobody else can tell the time of their death. And so he sees this as um, a sad and meaningless state of affairs that people don't know when their death will come and they cannot control the future. There's a proverb concerning equal justice under the law, kind of an insertion of a proverb, verse 11. When the sentence for a crime is not quickly carried out, people's hearts are filled with schemes to do wrong. And so not only equal justice under the law, but a prompt court proceeding with a a firm verdict for crimes that um, uh, need to be judged and sentences that need to be issued. Swift justice uh, makes for correction on the part of the criminals. And this, um, uh, this verse that people's hearts are filled with schemes to do more wrong if their sentence isn't quickly carried out. I think that has proven to be true in much of the U.S. in these days. We have um, uh, many courts that are backed up with um, criminals and their their sentences are, are a long time in coming. And then when the sentences do come, they're not um, carried out with justice. So we need justice. We need swift justice. We need um, compassionate justice, but we need equal justice under the law, and it needs to be carried out quickly. Um, Solomon once again makes the observation that the wicked sometimes seem to prosper. He says, although a wicked person who commits a hundred crimes may live long, I know that it will go better with those who fear God, who are reverent before him. Yet, because the wicked do not fear God, it will not go well with them. I like this observation, and in spite of Solomon's cynicism, he does make a correct observation that things don't go well from an eternal perspective for the wicked. But ultimately, the righteous will be exonerated. Those who fear God will prosper, if not on this side of the grave, then certainly in eternity. 
But on this side of the grave, sometimes the wicked um, don't get what they deserve while they're still living. But the wicked, um, in fact, surplant the righteous sometimes on, on the life that we're currently living. But the righteous will prove to be wise in the light of eternity. There's another brief exhortation at the end of this or toward the end of this to enjoy life while serving God. Verse 15, I command the enjoyment of life because there's nothing better for a person under the sun than to eat and drink and be glad. Then joy will accompany them in their toil all the days of the life God has given them under the sun. Now, frankly, Solomon may have been cynically saying this, but in point of fact, he's right. For those who are in right relationship with the Lord, there are things to eat that are wonderful. There are things to drink that are affirmed and approved by God, and um, they're for our benefit. There's joy. There's gladness. Uh, the work, the toil of our, our lives is a good thing. God has given us these things to enjoy, but they're given to be enjoyed in fellowship with the the Lord himself, with the Lord who who gave us um, the ability to enjoy life. So I want to pray now for the purposes of God in each of our lives. Lord, first I acknowledge with Solomon that sometimes it seems the wicked prosper, even over the righteous. But Lord, we ask that we would be a people of faith, that we would run our lives as a marathon, looking for the goal line of coming to be with you. And we know, Lord, in the light of eternity, the wicked will not prosper, and the righteous will prosper in Christ. Lord, help us to live in such a way that our our lives lead to victory at the time of our death and at the time of our coming to you. Lord, we ask also that we might enjoy you as we enjoy the good things in this life that you've given us. Help us, Lord, in this regard and in every respect. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.